0: Hello, folks. My name is Spencer George, and you're listening to The Good Folk Podcast. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by the very talented and passionate humans of 723, a genre-bending music collective from the North Carolina Piedmont. The group was founded by Space Sam Gabriel Alvarez, the group's multi-instrumentalist producer, Tremaine Bowman, poet and guitarist, and former theater kid and vocalist Max Alvarez. The group's genesis was cemented in early 2021 during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic under the name Dissolve Collective. Lending their talents and pooling their recording equipment, the trio would release four singles amongst the three artists before taking a hiatus for the remainder of the year. The group would return stronger than ever with fan-favorite single Almost Meant to Be. A clear departure from their early efforts, the collective had come to fruition after including the brotherly duo Brandon and Brian Finch the group's bassist and drummer, respectively. With the band complete, the group had found new direction and set out to record their debut project, Bright Lights, a nearly year-long effort that would prove to be ambitious for the budding musicians. Splitting time between performing their first few shows and recording songs from Tremaine's kitchen in Hillsborough, the band's efforts came to a head in early August of 2022. With the release of Bright Lights, followed by a near-sold-out headlining show at Chapel Hill's Local 506 just days later. The EP was a truly ambitious feat of DIY audio engineering. Recorded on a shoestring budget and led in creative direction by the group's in-house producer and lead guitarist, Sam, it's a considerable step into new territory for the band. It features textures and soundscapes of all kinds. From the mangled and fuzzed out psychedelia of Willow Creek or the vulnerable and hauntingly cathartic cello movements of life or the danceable, funky rhythms and trombone featured on Latin-inspired song Eyes, the project is truly genre-defying, its tracks perfectly encapsulating the spirit of 723. Today, the band is back in the kitchen recording their sophomore EP and debut project for the group's star vocalist and songwriter prodigy Max. We often speak on this podcast of how much more powerful art is when made in collaboration. And 723 is proof of that. Each artist brings a unique sound that, when they come together, is pure magic. I mean, who wouldn't love a band whose guitarist plays with his teeth? And yes, we have video proof of that. 723 is defining what music and collaboration looks like, as well as how community success leads to individual success and vice versa. It is so necessary, and I cannot wait to see where they go from here. I hope you enjoy this conversation. It's really uncomfortable for a to have to sit on screen while and be able to read their bio. So we can just go ahead and jump in. Um... I'm so excited to have you all here. We're huge fans of everything you do. And I guess for anybody who doesn't know about 723, maybe the best place to start is for you all to individually introduce yourselves and then somebody to kind of introduce the band and collective, if that sounds good.
1: Sounds good. Uh, Gabriel, I'll let you go first.
2: Hi, my name is Gabriel. My artist name is Space Sam. Um, Yeah, I sing and play guitar. And, you know, I write music. Um, I'm a producer, so I do all the audio engineering and and mixing and, like, you know, figuring out what the songs are going to sound like and figuring out how to get them to sound that way and, like, you know, creating all the tones and textures and like all the little sounds you hear in the music and stuff you know like sometimes i'll play drums or like omnicord or like little synthesizers and stuff but i mostly play guitar like on stage like with the band and everything but yeah
3: cool max why are you gonna put me on the spot brother um my name is Max. I'm Gabriel's uh, younger sister. Um, I'm mainly on vocals. I play a little bit of guitar on some of my songs, um, but I would say I'm mainly a singer-songwriter.
1: Cool. Brandon Ryan. <laughs> I'm Brandon.
4: Right, I- I'm Brandon.
5: Oh. <laughs> uh... Go ahead, Brandon. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, I- I'm Brandon. Um... I play bass and a little bit of guitar but mainly bass in this band and uh uh that's pretty much it. I've been playing music my whole life. Uh this is like our biggest my biggest project I've been a part of so far so uh, it's gone pretty well. Yep.
4: I've also played music my entire life. Um and I'm the drummer for 723. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm also yeah. Brandon's brother and
3: uh word yep let's go fidge fries
1: cool cool hey, yeah I'm Tremaine and my artist name is just Tremaine and uh yeah I play guitar I write songs and I am also one of the three singers in the band um but yeah I've been playing since uh I was like 13 but yeah
0: So Tremaine, I'm going to put this back to you since you were the last one to talk. Could you tell us a little bit more about 723, what the kind of the project and band is, how you got started? Because it's really amazing. You guys are all individual musicians and then you've got this whole project you're doing and half of you are related. There's so many like interconnections.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's really cool. Okay. So 723, how do we get started? So, all right, I'm just going to start where the whole thing started. Um, so I came to this school called Eno River Academy and um, in like, I think it was like 2019 or something like that. Uh, and that's where I met Gabriel. Um, we became friends and I really liked him a lot. And we both like Jimmy Henderson, so I bought him a wad pedal. Um, and then, uh, you know, we would jam and stuff like that. I met, I met Max through Gabriel. We all wrote songs and stuff. And so I remember I came over one day and we were in the garage. I had just written this song called Lilac. Um, and like Gabriel was like, hey, let's record it. And I was like, oh. Okay, so we went ahead and recorded it, and that kind of like, that like started our little thing, and so for the next like couple months, it was just like me, Gabriel, and Max kind of just like, okay, we keep writing these songs, but like, we don't got nobody to play with, like we're recording music, we're putting stuff out, and so then like, let's see, around last year, around uh, August, I think, uh, I hit up um, Brandon and Brian, and I was like, yo, y'all want to get together and play some tunes, bruh. And, so, <laughs> and so so they were like, yeah. So we had all went over to their house and we like jammed and stuff like that. And, you know, after a couple of times, we are like, okay, like we have something here. So, you know, we kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And then, you know, next thing I know, like somebody takes me, it was like, Hey, you want to come play in this barn? And we was like, yeah, and so we did that. And that was our first gig. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. So so that's how we kind of like came together and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, but it all started with just like the three of us, like me, Gabriel, Max, like writing our songs individually and stuff. But we come together at 723 to perform them and stuff.
0: It's kind of amazing. We were talking about this a little bit before we actually officially started recording, but the idea that sometimes you just have to start and just find people that you like and you feel like you get along with and be like, let's create something together and see where it goes. Because the way you describe it, it almost sounds like you created this band and never even really set out to make a band, which is such a (laughs) cool way to do it. one thing i think is really interesting is because you are all individual musicians and i listen to some of your individual projects you have like similar but different styles
3: yeah could
0: you talk about do how does that influence your work as a band because there are there's a lot of you you know like it's any so band. inspiring yeah.
1: but yeah I'll, I'll i'll say something real quick like i think it's very very inspiring because like the way i write compared to the way max and gabriel write is like different like it's like we all sound different but like hearing their music because and my, like, I really think their music is amazing. And so like hearing what they come up with, like really inspired me to try something a little bit different and like step out of my comfort zone for the next time I write. So I feel like having like that dynamic of like three songwriters in the band, has helped me become a better songwriter. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think um, our dynamic as a band is like super, super interesting because um, we're all coming from very different places stylistically. Um, yeah, we all just, like, come from very different backgrounds, you know, we listen to different kinds of music, grew up hearing different kinds of music, um, and, you know, like, writing, you know, for me, Max and Tremaine is, like, pretty solitary, like, we kind of do that on our own, um, but then, you know, when one of us writes a new song, you know, we take it to band practice, and, you know, at that stage, it's just, like, it's in its infancy, the song is in its infancy, it's just chords and, you know, some lyrics and stuff, and, you know, when it's in that you know stage you know the the possibilities for what that song can become are like almost limitless like there's no way of predicting like where it's going to go because like everybody's going to interpret that so differently and you know like you know Brandon will have a crazy baseline and like it'll be so out of left field and it won't be anything what you would have expected. And then, you know, that informs like, you know, what I'm going to play on the guitar. And then, you know, maybe like what I'm doing on guitar is influencing what Brian's going to do. So it's like, we're all like ping ponging off of each other. Um, and yeah, I just think it makes our music so much more interesting and dynamic because it's like, we're all coming from very different places. We've all got very different ideas and we're all like, trying to pull the song in a different direction and i just like you wouldn't think it would work but like it really does harmonize like when we come together in that way and it's just it's really fascinating i love it um and then two we're all friends so it's like we have a very like intimate understanding of who we are as people so it's like that's also informing our contribution to the song you know because like I understand who Tremaine is as a person because I'm his friend so you know um yeah I just feel like I'm better able to contribute you know my guitar playing because I understand who he is as a person you know it's not just like oh yeah this I'm just gonna write this guitar part for this song because it sounds cool it's like no it sounds cool but I'm also like trying to highlight how he's feeling and i'm trying to like get inside his head and like live in that world that this song is living in and yeah i just it's really interesting
3: yeah i'd say um i honestly i think it's really nice that we all come from extremely different backgrounds musically just because like one thing if i can't appreciate something about my like writing or a song or whatever or i can't like have a vision for something there's like a billion other ideas that the rest of the band will have Um, and like just because i'm not super experienced with the with guitar but like being able to write like i do is really nice because if I can't hear the rest of the song, I have a bunch of other musicians around me to help fill in those pieces. And so many of my songs, I had no idea what I wanted them to sound like. But like Brandon and Brian do such a good job at just like filling in what's needed or like executing an idea off of like some weird noise I make. I make Like I'm like, yo, like Brian, can you do like a do do <laughs> And he like, he gets it. And um, it's, it's super nice just being able to like, or, like, on stage, the chemistry we have, just being able to look at each other and, like, communicate, like, so well what needs to happen. Um, but, yeah, honestly, I feel like it's, like, a friendly competition. You know, it's like, oh, like, Tremaine's writ- two so- written two songs this month. Like, I got to get it. I got to get it together. Um, and I don't know. It's one of my favorite things about, like, working with some of my best friends and people I get along with so well is just the how easy everything comes to us. As a band,
0: I really love what you touched on with the idea of interpretation, um, which is this idea that so often artists will say, "Oh, it's really bad if people interpret your wrong or interpret your work differently than the way you meant it to." I'm a writer, and this comes up all the time. Of like when you're writing something. You know you can't handle your audience interpretation, and that's so difficult and so bad. And you want to always have control over it. And one thing you all are bringing up is the idea that actually that's kind of a good thing. Like it's really cool when my interpretation is totally different than your interpretation, and you might make a totally different song than I would, um, even if it's the same lyrics, the same kind of tune. Just changing the style can make a completely different thing. And this came up a little bit in our conversation with Soul and it comes up with all of our conversations, which is really this idea that like good art actually requires that community because it is in For so many sure. ways like, getting out of your head. And there's this idea that any artistic pursuit is such a like solo endeavor and you're sitting at home alone and that's your genius. But I, I really like am becoming someone who fundamentally believes that the best art comes out of working with other people and getting that multitude sure. of voices and that multitude yeah. of interpretations. Yeah,
1: that is, like, the truest thing ever. Because, like, I can only imagine, like, how all of our songs would sound if we did not collab on creating them. Like My like, stuff would be lame. Bro, like, like,
3: literally same. Like, because <laughs> like, I, can, I can write, like, admittedly, like, sometimes I'll write something, I'm like, wow, like, that
6: was good. But,
3: like... <laughs> (laughs) the way that they all just add such like irreplaceable touches to my music like i could teach another band everything that my band is doing and it just wouldn't be right it just wouldn't be my band you know yeah it's Um, something
1: about it that gives a lot of character and stuff when you like collab yeah for sure i
0: love that so much i'm working on a project right now which is i'm looking at like street art and this wall in downtown durham and this idea that like so much of art is tied to the desire to be known and that we like want to put ourselves and our art and our music and our photography and our like deepest truths out there to the world so that the world can like see us but really what it is is that you have to see each other before you can be seen by the world, right? It's like mm-hmm. you have to have that community. And that's what you're saying of like, we can help Tremaine be seen by the world because we can see Tremaine first for to sure. understand this kind of music before it goes out. And yeah. I, I think like for me, especially as an artist, it's probably been my lo- like largest motivation is like, I just feel like the world doesn't know me and get me and I want to be known and understood by the world. And then it's like, you can't even do that in your art. You have to do it first, individually, and then with like a group of trusted people. Before you can really put it out in the world. And I don't know, I think it's a lifelong journey, but the way you describe it is so beautiful of like, we know each other, and that's what allows our art to be really amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Brendan and Brian, I want to give you all a chance to jump in. Is there anything you would like to add here?
4: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I'm not really a songwriter myself. But I just want to say I'm pretty constantly amazed by how Tremaine, Max, Gabriel can uh, come up with these lyrics and uh, a song. I'm, I'm just happy I can contribute to it uh, as, as as a drummer. I think, um, <laughs> I think as a drummer, I'm not, I don't know if I'm. You should really write music as a drummer. Um, I'm just there to like uh, compliment.
0: But you're a necessary part of the whole operation, right? And that's what's so great about it is like, no band. I, and I think this is something that's so cool about music. And like, my God, I wish I was musically talented. I would be in a totally different art form, but I have zero musical talent. But it's like, you can't do any of the whole without the individual pieces, right? 100%. You might be the best songwriters in the world, but without somebody to play the instruments, like, that's not going to get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, uh, There's so many artistic pursuits that I know Vic is a photographer and then we talk about this a lot of like our two art forms have this very individualistic pursuit. And so much of what we're doing is like, what would that look like if you wrote a collaborative novel in the way that a band writes an album, right? It's like unimaginable to think about a band in an individual. I mean, and there are like individual singer-songwriters. I don't want to overlook that. But the concept of a band is really unique and it's something that doesn't often spread to other art forms the same way. And I think it's really interesting to imagine what would it look like? Because, you know, Brian, I feel like you're like, oh yeah, I shouldn't write songs, but 723 wouldn't be 723 without you playing the drums, you know? Hey, I am saying, dude, literally, <laughs> Brian. Yeah. Dude, That's a good crazy. point, yeah. <laughs> and in so many of the conversations that we have, there's two things that come up a lot, which is number one, good art, comes out of good community what we've been talking about. But number 2 is this problem that people have in finding that community. And I think that's like so often the biggest challenge that we have as artists is we all can understand or at least I think we're coming to understand that hmm it helps me and benefits me to have a group of like artists around me whether they're my art form or not. Like I think you can benefit just as much from people that don't have any connection to your art. My core group of friends, I don't think any of them are also writers, but we are all artists. But it's really hard to find that community. And a lot of the conversations we have with these groups and bands or collectives that all come in is like, yeah, like we met each other and it just happened and it's been so great and I'm so lucky. What advice do you have for people who are looking for that community and just don't know where to find it or don't know kind of how to get involved in some of these movements or processes or just ways to meet other artists? And then I want to touch a little bit too, you know, we're all in North Carolina We've talked about this a little bit before we officially started recording, but it's a different process here to try to connect with other people who, you know, somebody said it in one of our podcasts where they're like, it's other people like me. And that was hard to find here. Um, Do you have any advice for people who might be looking for that or a little bit of how that worked in your own experience? Um, Honestly, a thing that I've
3: realized really recently within like stage presence and just building a community is it really starts with you. Like... Um, A really big thing that I admire about Tremaine is that, like, we'll get off stage and he immediately finds a crowd of people to talk to. And that's how a lot of times we get the venues we do or we um, get the connections we have, Um, especially the, like, the show out, especially for our local 506 gig. Like, that was incredible for all of us. Um, And, like, just kind of opening up yourself as scary as it can be um, is really the best way to go about building that community. Um, my last gig at Warren Wilson, I don't know what kind of happened, but I didn't feel that anxiety or that, like, like, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm super introverted, but I do get kind of timid approaching newer people and that all kind of went away the last gig we had and I you know I got three different venues I was talking to people about shows they wanted us to play I met a bunch of people got a bunch of instagrams and formed new connections and that wouldn't have happened if I didn't step towards someone you know I can't just sit there and wait for someone to approach me I really have to fight for that and get that for myself
1: that is that is really really true so i think that that would pretty much be my advice too because like i don't know one thing i've definitely realized since coming to like you know when i went to my school in like 10th grade and stuff like when you want to meet somebody like because like music is something i've known i want to do something like in eighth grade and stuff but it's like you just gotta like do it you know what i'm saying like if there's somebody you think is cool like gabriel for example I really liked his personality. I love this guitar playing. So we would come over and play for like eight hours straight and just be tired, sweating, just be crazy. Um, but like, yeah. And it's just like, you know, from there I'd see somebody else. I like, you know, just like being willing to reach out to people because art, I feel like it's so much easier to do when it is collaborative and stuff like that. Like the stuff that I do or the stuff that Max do, Gabriel, does, I don't think any of us would be able to do this by ourselves. So like, to look for though it's hard to find community but if you just like i don't know stick to it i feel like you can find people and stuff because you'll be able to like spot out who looks like they would work good with you and stuff you know because like uh, sure. you know seeing brandon and brian i'm like oh they're really cool and they're really good you know let's uh hang out yeah. and, you know now we're 723. but yeah, yeah i feel like definitely putting yourself out there is like a big thing but yeah, uh, stepping out your stepping outside of your comfort zone
3: uh... yeah, yeah
5: um... I, I agree because for me, like, I completely agree, it's like all you gotta do is go out of your comfort zone. When I like, for example, like when I met like Tremaine, like the first time we were just jamming at my friend's house and i was like wow this dude's good at guitar and the second time (laughs) i ever met him like like he was playing live in this downtown and i was like i just had to go over and talk to him because like i knew like something could happen because me and brian i was like we're definitely a solid rhythm section i guess like we could definitely put something together like all you got to do is like put yourself out there and talk to people who have similar interests and something a lot of times will happen because most of the time if you're doing the same things like he's already gigging and i'm like trying to get into that kind of stuff so like just just like talking to people who are already doing what you're like trying to do can really help and like uh help you get experience and like get into the what you want to get into easier if that makes any sense yeah
1: yeah yeah that is super true and like when you're talking to people showing how enthusiastic i don't know how to say the word but like being enthusiastic with it and showing that you're it's something you really want to do because i remember when brandon would like come up to me and talk to me about it like he was really into it like we ended up at like mevan's park or something like that watching fireworks like on the fourth of july or something like that at one point Um, i think it was a little bit before we ended up getting together and jamming and stuff and we were talking about like how you know music and how he would be down to like jam and stuff and so like him seeing that he was really like into it it put that seed in my head and so when me Gabriel and Max are like sitting around talking and stuff I'm like you know I do know a bass player and a drummer who are really cool and who are really into music so let me hit them up you know what I'm saying but like yeah it's like his like his willingness to step outside of his comfort zone and actually like talk and like be interested in like the music and stuff it uh definitely like it stuck with me and yeah so yeah yeah
0: i saw a study recently that was saying like the loneliness crisis for adults and young adults i think i'm slightly older than you all but i feel my age getting older every day um (laughs) But what a problem that it is. And somebody said, you know, there's statistical research in that you're more inclined to like somebody if you think they like you. So even if you think someone's really cool and you're intimidated by them, if you show that enthusiasm, they're more likely to want to talk to you rather than thinking like, oh, this person hates me. I never want to interact with them. And it can feel weird to do that, to act like, oh, like I or just to tell somebody like, I think your music is so cool and I love what you do and like would love to connect. I think all of us could say as artists, like we love to hear feedback and praise. There's like literally nothing better For in the sure. world. Don't be afraid to just like tell people you like what they do. You know? Yeah.
3: Honestly, I like that's kind of how we built our band. It's just kind of like, hey, you trying to like You trying to play? You kind of good. And then we were all like, sure. And now here we are, like playing gigs and. Um, making so many memories and, like, building, hopefully, what is a lifelong career. Um, and um, I'd say friendship is where you least expect it. Like, as corny as that is, like, I'd say, like, Brian and Brandon are so incredibly different than like I am or Gabe is. And I feel like that complements itself though. I feel like Brian and Brennan are definitely like on the quieter side, but when they do speak, it's so like mind blowing. You're just like, whoa! <laughs> like, um, and I'd say like through that, like, I guess, difference is like something super incredible. And I, I could talk for hours about how like, Great, I think my band is, but I'll spare, I'll spare y'all. Um, but yeah, I just think I, I never would have looked or been here without, like Gabe. Like Gabe built the friendship with Tremaine, and Tremaine built the friendship with Brandon, and Brandon and Brian are siblings, and Brandon brought Brian into this, and now we have what we do, and like I never would have looked towards my older brother or my older brother's best friend for now what is like my best friend group you know
5: also i think it also comes down to like actually being passionate about what you're doing for sure Uh, because i play the music with like a lot of other groups of people too but nobody was as passionate about as this group uh, when it comes to music, because we like in this group, we put music first, like we're trying to like, really get out there and do gigs and everything. And that all just really helps push things forward. And like, just like help helps the band, like overall, like everybody's putting their all into the music and everything.
3: 100%. So.
2: Yeah. Um, first of all, I love what Max said about, um, friendship being where you least expect it. And then like what Brando was saying about like passion and drive and like how people can like really like sense that in you. And it's like almost contagious in a way. Um, I feel like that's like so, so true. Um, Um, And I know this sounds corny. Like, this is really corny, like, really corny. But, like, I, it's been true for me. It's been true for Tremaine. But, like, when you're really, like, really passionate about what you're doing and you're just really doing what you feel in your heart is what you're meant to be doing, it's, like, things just kind of fall into place. Like, you meet the right people at the right time. You get the right opportunities at the right time. Like, things just have a funny way of working out, Um, at least for us in in my experience and Jermaine's experience, just like the band as a whole. But um, yeah, and then just like, yeah, just going out and doing like musician things has really helped to like get me out of my shell and like get me out of my comfort zone because I'm I'm very introverted, I'm very shy. Um, And yeah, I've met just so many wonderful, amazing people um supportive people just um being a musician and doing musician things and it's just really great yeah just like go out and support other people and um if you're really passionate and you're like really about what you do like people will find you too you'll find each other but
6: yeah i love all of that and i just want to touch on what brandon said because i saw you guys play live a couple of weeks ago and when he was talking about passion like that is so clear to see like on a stage like as someone who is like a fan um and like saw you guys like playing you each have such passionate shows like when you play but they also have like different aesthetics like in style and you're each so like individual but yet mesh so well it just like makes sense um because like i saw you guys like changing into like your outfits like beforehand and i was like are they together like, what's going on like one guy's in a blue like silk suit another guys in overalls <laughs> like i was like what's happening um and then you all got on the band like on the stage together and i was like oh they're together that's so interesting and then you played and i was like oh it makes sense Like I, it just, I don't know. I, that's something that just always amazed me of like people from like different backgrounds and different aesthetics and different styles coming together and like cohesively, like doing the thing is very exciting. And then Jermaine, I also want to touch on because as you were playing, did you, you flipped the guitar and you played with your (laughs) teeth? I was very confused by that. What, (laughs) were you actually playing with your teeth?
1: Yeah, I played with my uh, left tooth. Yeah, my left front
6: tooth. Your left, so that's way specific that I thought that that was going to be. How does? How did you? Were you like one day? Were you like? I just want to see if
0: I can play with. Like, how does it? I'm confused you just at how got that. Hungry.
6: Not. Nah, <laughs> <that's
1: just, laughs> yeah, you know, like so
0: much, you know. It's like very symbolic. You've got to like physically eat it, yeah. yeah you a little this. bit, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just got hungry, but no. Um. Yeah. So, like, when I first started playing guitar, like my biggest inspiration was Jimmy Hendrix, and so it was just like a trick that I saw him do, and I was like, you know what, bro. That is really cool. I want to be able to do that, and so I just started like, and just kept trying and trying and trying. And I got really good at it. And so, and so now it's just like I'll be feeling it on stage. I'm like, oh yeah, this song is going good. I'm about to eat this thing, and then so you know,
4: yeah, I'm like playing my guitar on my teeth. <laughs>
0: Tremaine, I'm glad you brought up Jimi Hendrix because you're kind of answering one of my next questions, which is both individually for you all as artists and also as a band, like who are some of your influences and the people you look up to? Because we're talking about artistic community, but a lot of that is also like looking back to the communities that came before us and the people we admire and respect, you know? So who are some of those people for y'all?
1: Dog, honestly, I would have to, it's like, I would say like five big main people, I would say jimmy Hendrix, Tupac, my uh Cosmo Pike, um, and then let's see. I wanna say Rex Orange County and then it's this rapper dude named Rod Away. <laughs> Like he I was about to say, don't um, be on there. <laughs> but- but yeah no it's like the thing about all of them is like like not only are they great musicians but like the the lyricism and stuff like that lyrics is something i'm really drawn to because like you know in my hardest times in life like it's always been music that's like picked me up and stuff so like um you know just those lyrics that's really relatable and stuff just uh yeah it really draws me and inspires me with the whole music thing um but, yeah, and that's kind of what I've aimed to do in my songs. Like, I try to make my songs that I write, like, easy to listen to. But if you really listen to the lyrics, it's like, dang, he's spinning. He's actually talking about something, you know what I'm <laughs> <man>? saying? So, like, <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, so yeah, I would say those are, like, my big main inspirations. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody else?
3: Um, I don't – I – I don't know. I think there are a lot of musicians that really inspire me, but more specifically, and especially recently, Indigo D'Souza, um, I am just like, especially my song Pick Me Up, which isn't out, but I play it pretty much every single gig. Um, Gabe got really into her. Uh, and her band. And then we went and saw them twice in one week. And then I just fell in love. Like for the longest time, I just had like Indigo D'Souza on shuffle every single day, every time I listen to music.
0: That's all I listen to. I love Indigo D'Souza. And I'm going to do a plug here for the Psychic yes. Hotline Block Party, which Durham. Indigo D'Souza will be at. Durham, Durham here we love Indigo D'Souza. Big yes. fan. I'm, I'm amazing. No, um, I just think she's so... Oh, yeah, with the Durham Bulls shirt. Indigo D'Souza played at the... What They played at the Durham Bulls yeah. with Sylvan Esso I was back standing in spring. outside the fence
1: watching, dog. Like, Did you I get saw- to go?
0: I didn't... I actually had to work all weekend, and I missed the whole thing. I was so I, I, upset. I was broke as a joke, so I couldn't afford a ticket,
1: but I stood outside of the fence, and I watched. And, yeah, and then we saw her, like, twice more after that. Yeah, Indigo Indigo's awesome. We love Indigo. Yeah. But, uh, go ahead, man. Yeah, I
3: just... um, I think her writing and her performing is so incredible and I've I've I get a lot of my um, I guess the like feel for my writing because some of her stuff is just so gut-wrenching and especially the way that she performs it. Like the first time I saw her, it was an outside like venue kind of thing. And it, there was like a storm rolling in and she does this thing where she like flails her arms when she sings and like the wind would blow as she did it. And like, I was just in awe. I have this like five minute video of her just performing and so much of like the spirit she puts into her music. I took so much inspiration from. And right after that, I went home and wrote the beginning of um, my song, Pick Me Up. And um, I pulled a lot of inspiration, like, performer-wise from Alex Turner, but not Alex Turner from Arctic Monkeys. Alex Turner from The Last Shadow Puppets, more specifically. Um, I just, like, the i don't know like i wish i could just like mix so many different musicians and just become them um because i just feel like my music bounces all around like uh we have a song the file name is emo shit but i guess more publicly it's called want it um and that song is pulled really uh like the style a lot from paramore which i grew up listening to um I don't know I feel like I kind of bounce everywhere but yeah I'll have to say Indigo D'Souza is definitely my my biggest inspiration for music right now
2: oh my god Indigo D'Souza I'm literally so obsessed she's yeah definitely one of my favorite artists as well like her yeah her her songwriting her energy, like, just everything is incredible. Her band is amazing. Like, she's an incredible performer. Yeah, just her writing. I could go on and on about her songwriting. But, yeah, one of my favorite artists, like, North Carolina, like, just the gym of North Carolina. Like, I stan Indigo so much. She slays. We love her.
3: For real.
0: And from North Carolina, just to plug again, like, people talk all the— Part of what we initiated with Good Folk in this podcast is like, there are very cool things in the South and in North Carolina, and we don't tend to get as much attention. Indigo D'Souza is from Asheville and is amazing. And by the way, like anyone who doesn't know who's listening, the Triangle region of North Carolina, like we have some of the most historic, incredible music and biggest music scene like anywhere ever. And it's, it's so incredible to just be surrounded by here.
2: Yeah, no, North Carolina is amazing. Another, another. Um, Asheville, North Carolina band Wednesday. They're incredible too. I just went to see them recently at Motorco in Durham and they were incredible. So, so incredible. I, I love Wednesday. Love Indigo. We stand. Um, yeah, um, so yeah, one of my favorite artists of all time, like literally of all time, worship the ground he walks on. Um, Steve Lacey Like, I could go on and on. But yeah, um, he's kind of my origin story for music, too, because, you know, I'd been playing guitar and everything, and I don't know, it was probably, like, 2017 or something like that, and I came across a video of him talking about how um, he made music on his iPhone, and that was just like so eye opening for me. I was like he made music on his iPhone. Like what? And so I uh that, I don't know, it just inspired me to do the same thing. You know, I I'd, I'd been playing guitar for a little while. I was kind of like trying to start to write and everything and I um yeah, I would use GarageBand on my iPhone. I would just like plug my headphones up and like try to record songs and stuff and yeah, that was kind of like where I got my start with songwriting and producing and everything. Um another big one is Jimi Hendrix like Love Jimmy so much, like, very influential for my guitar playing. I'm a huge Prince fan, like, I love Prince. I'm also like into, like, you know, like Tribe Called Quest. I'm really into like the Soul Quarian stuff, you know, like Erica Badu, Common, D'Angelo, like that, like, Neo Soul stuff. Um, I'm into jazz. Um, yeah, just a bunch of stuff. Bunch of stuff
4: for sure. Um, say for me. Personally, it's, it's kind of difficult to, like, single out artists. that I uh, But I'm, all, I'm very inspired by Jimi Hendrix as well, and uh, Indigo. I listen to her a little bit. Um, i say, like, for me right now, I'm, I'm listening to some Foo Fighters, because uh, Taylor Hawkins' drumming <laughs> is pretty amazing. And very inspiring. So, um, um, yeah, I just I listen to the drummers when I listen to music. So, um, if uh, the drummers who are in the pocket, and uh, I'm always like trying to figure out how they're playing and stuff, how I can improve my music based on listening to other music Uh yeah yeah what about you brandon
5: (laughs) yeah for me i don't i'd have to also say uh jimi hendrix is a big inspiration he was like kind of my intro to like uh that's like what got me into playing guitar at first like i listened to a lot of jimi hendrix and i learned a bunch of jimi hendrix songs at first um and also i come from like more of like a jam band background uh because a lot of my friends were into like the grateful dead and stuff like that so uh i they're a big inspiration to me um when it comes to like types of soloing and stuff like that and um also like uh just like 90s rock like dinosaur jr Sebado, and like some stuff like duster like all that stuff is like big inspirations for like stuff that i make um yeah and for bass lines, it's kind of like i'm inspired by kind of my dad because he taught me how to play music he's also like a musician and uh he's a big inspiration to me and he really helped me like develop like my musical feel for things so yeah
0: this is really just like a fantastic group of artists across the board, and and very different. Um, but there's like a common thread through a lot of them. I listen to and love almost every artist you've mentioned, so I can see the influence. One thing I want to touch on is you talked a little bit about gigging and getting started with like playing gigs, and you know you all are pretty young. Like, what has the process been like for actually making that happen? And doing this around the state. Um, We talked a little bit in the beginning before we were recording about, we're all spread pretty far around the Piedmont. I think we like represent all of it, everyone on this screen right now. Um, And you all have played shows in a lot of different locations. What has that process looked like and been like for you? Um,
1: I would say, are you talking about like, as far as like getting the gigs and stuff or?
0: I think both, like getting them and then also playing them and playing them in kind of different spots and different locations and towns. You know, is there one that really jumps out that you loved? Oh, my goodness. What's, what's yeah. been some of the differences? But also, yeah, definitely, how do you yeah. even book the gig? Yeah, Local
1: 506, and I'd have to say the Warren Wilson one. Um, For sure. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's been definitely great. Like, Gabriel said something the other week that I feel like is so true. It's like every time we play a gig, we, like, we level up personality wise and like other like our lives just get a lot better. So it's been like a very nice, like growing experience and stuff. Um, and yeah, it's all been like super interesting because our first gig was in a barn. Our second gig was a, on a rooftop. And then our third gig was in a shipping container. And then our fourth gig was like, I think at a restaurant. And then our uh, fifth gig, I think that was local 506. Um, but yeah, so it's been like, you know, yeah. But as far as like getting the gigs and stuff like that, it's, um, A lot of them have kind of just like fallen into place, like pretty much just how like all of them pretty much fell into place, except for like the local 506 when I had walked up to, um, to the owner of the place and I was like, hey, can I book a Monday night? And then he was like, okay, yeah, sure. A Monday night. Nobody plays on a Monday night, but yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And so then we booked that Monday night and we brought out 150 people. Um, and so it was
0: really, yeah. It's a- I, okay, I used to live in Chapel Hill before I moved to Durham. I love local 506. Yeah. And that is a small space for 150 <laughs> people. That's yeah, amazing. No, I,
3: I, don't, I think that was the first time we, actually the only time out of all of our gigs that we looked out into a crowd of people and every single one of us, or every single one of them was like facing toward us. Most of the time, like we're playing, if we used to do Lojo, uh, Log Off, Jam On, shout out Steven. Yeah, uh- <laughs>
4: Um,
3: playground um, uh, it was just kind of like a there's a bunch of restaurants, and then they would sit and listen to music. It's just like an open mic, essentially. Um, and I think the local 506 was really the first time that we had the audience's full attention. And having that many people, like, look at you and cheer for you and, like, show you that love and give you that energy, it brought the – it elevated the performance to a whole other level. And Warren Wilson especially. I mean, it was, oh, maybe, like, 50 people, but I – honestly, that is my favorite performance ever for whatever reason and I was really able to come out of my shell and, like, put on the best performance of my life, honestly. <laughs> um, I just think the audience really feeds the performers. And as a band, the energy we give off feeds our other band members. And everyone was just... I don't know. I just felt like everyone was on an elevated level and everyone was so, like... Um, they, everyone was locked in. And um, I hadn't been to rehearsal in forever. Like, we like hadn't rehearsed as a full band in a couple of weeks, but that honestly was one of my best performances ever, especially energy wise. And I met so many great people um, like Joshua and Tyson and like, like making those friends immediately really made the performance feel so much better than, I don't know, I don't know, it was great.
0: I love what you talk about with every performance you get better. Because practice is very important to art. And I don't think any artist enjoys admitting that. We all just want to like write a song and have it be incredible on the first try, right? But there is something that's so true about the more you do it, A, the easier it gets in terms of like anxiety of sharing things, but also the better you get. And you have to do that continued process of putting yourself out there and just know that like you're never going to be an expert at anything, which is kind of freeing in a way to just be like, I'm just playing around and experimenting and seeing who life puts me in contact with and where I go. But these performances sound amazing. I actually haven't gotten to see you live, which I'm so sad about hearing about it. I'm like, I've got to get to the next show. So what is next for you all as a band Uh, and and as individual artists as well?
1: So as a band, uh, I think we're opening for some folks at local 506 actually like uh, next month but where you you're in durham right
0: i'm in durham but i actually am in graduate school in chapel hill and i, oh. I basically still live in carborough so let oh. me know on local 506 yeah, no. and we will we will push that out and i will be there
1: okay yeah, yeah we're supposed to be there and then us and our friends oh from trash tape records um we're trying to set up a gig at the pinhook december the 10th on a saturday so yeah yeah, we're trying to do, like, a show together. It, it, and if we can pull it off, then it's going to be super, super incredible. <laughs> yeah, so... um. Yeah,
0: that's but, just too many really cool people in one room. I'm like, I know all of you, and I would, it would be, like, mind-blowing. So,
1: Dog. yeah, if we can set that up, because we all have been planning on doing a gig together. But we'll definitely, like, let you know, because it is going to be very fun.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah, let us know. We will share it out for sure. Thank um, you. Yeah. If you could do anything as a band, you know, imagine it's 10, 15 years down the line. Where do you hope you are as a group? Rich and famous. <laughs>
3: Honestly, <laughs> like well, I want to be, I want to be like old and saggy still playing with these guys with a Hellcat parked park on uh, the stage. Like I want to be, I want to be filthy rich and famous and still playing with them. Um, even if, Like, the band never takes off, takes off. Like, we don't need to be A-list celebrities. Like, whatever. I would just... Just being able to be a career. Even if we're not making hella money. If we're just, like... We're living comfortably and we're doing what we love with the people we love. And getting to, like, travel because we're doing gigs. Or just, just exist as a band and continue to do that, not have to worry about working a nine to five or, you know, giving up on our dreams because money and capitalism, like just being able to feed ourselves and take care of ourselves with something that each of us loves so dearly would be more than enough in 10 to 15 years.
2: Yeah, no, I don't, I don't see myself doing anything else i can't imagine doing anything else all my chips are in music like i was i was supposed to go to college at warren wilson and uh the day before move-in day i decided i wasn't gonna go because it just didn't feel right it felt like i was like compromising on i don't know just who i am as a person and yeah like i i don't i don't want to be doing anything else you know i hope you know within a couple years we're like The scale is bigger you know we're going on tour and we're playing big shows and you know getting like really cool opportunities but you know i i don't care even if even if we don't find you know like monetary success like this is the only thing that gives my life meaning and um it's the only reason why i want to wake up in the morning so yeah i just i can't i can't see it any other way i'm gonna be doing music either way one way or the other i'm i'm living for the music
1: Like I said, like, you know, I've known music is something I've wanted to do, like, since I was in the eighth grade, like, this is exactly what I want to do for my whole life, because, like, another thing that's really important to me is, like, connecting with people, just like how, like, my favorite artists, like, their lyrics, like, hit me, like, deeply, and just, like, you know, make me feel better and stuff like that, I hope, like, within the next, like, five years, we're not only, like, uh, full-time like recording and like touring artists and stuff but like also to where the it's not hard to get more people to hear the music and stuff because like with the songs that you know people have heard that you know maybe i've written and somebody else writing like when i dropped saint valentine um there was like people who like texted me and was like crying and stuff like that telling me like they've been cheated on and like stuff like that and, like the lyrics really hit home for them and like that it's just like it 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 no feeling is like better than knowing that i was able to touch somebody like that you know what i'm saying (laughs) and so like i hope that within the next like five years the audience is big enough to where they can like like you know the music can get to people more because i want to be able to help people and connect to people through my music and like have people feel like they have a if they have nobody they got me you know what i'm saying like they will always have somebody who understands and feels the same way they're feeling you know what i'm saying um, sure. So yeah. So yeah. So I hope we're like full time recording, touring. I hope that people can find comfort in our music and just, yeah. But well, yeah. So yeah, that's what I hope <laughs> for the band.
5: Yeah, I agree with Jermaine. I I think the the best thing would just be touring. And like like Max said, uh, I I don't need to be rich doing this. Like like. In my opinion, it's it's like being rich to be able to just play music uh, live in front of people. So, hundred percent. Yeah, that's the goal.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. I just like I said, you know, connecting with people is like you know, and playing the music is like the biggest thing.
0: Yeah. It's just this constant lifelong practice of making art and being fulfilled in that. And um, it does really suck to your point to make art under capitalism. This is like 90% of what I think about. And so much of the work that I wanna do as an artist in the world is trying to figure out what would it look like to kind of move past these structures as best as we can and try to, if we have to exist in the system, it's not a great system, but what can we do on an individual level to, cultivate things like community and artistic practice and mutual aid and networks of care and all these things that aren't valued under the system. Because it does feel kind of revolutionary in a way to be individuals making those your priorities when the world will tell you, no, just sell out, be rich and famous, like don't have integrity in your art, you know, just do it to make the money. Um, And finding that motivation from something else of, yes, of course, the money is part of it. I want to eat, you know, I got to have a roof over my head. Ideally, like, it's somewhere that's safe and nice and feels like home. But at the end of the day, I feel like the motivation, it has to come from yourself and from really loving what you do for For it to be good. I mean, honestly, I'd say that music and just
3: performing in general, like, in general is one of the very few things that I can put my all into consistently and never feel burnout. Like, in the worst points in my life, like, I used to be a theater kid, like, the worst points in my life, like, it'd be tech week and... Every single, like, thing that was weighing me down was just gone. Just for that one week, because I knew I was performing, I was locked in, I didn't have to worry about anything that was going on at home, anything that was going on inside of me, like, it was just... I was there and I was performing and no matter how many late nights or early mornings or blisters on my feet or anything like that that happened I was I showed up every single day ready to give it 120 percent. and especially performing like that high just never gets old and that's what brought me into music is my love for singing and performing and that like the gift of just like this is me and everyone being like, yeah, (laughs) Um, just being celebrated for standing there on a stage is so like rewarding, especially when it's something personal. So I'm not playing a character. I'm existing as myself on stage, playing with my best friends and showing off music that we all like lived and telling those stories and having so many people like relate to them and relate to us and like love us just for, an hour and 15 minutes that they saw, like that is really the most rewarding thing.
0: It's being seen as you are. For sure. And the world, (laughs) and feeling like that person is understood by the people that are around you. It's like mutual recognition of Uh like, I'm showing you who I am, and you're seeing something within that, that you relate to. And now we have this connection. Yeah. Which is such a cool, like like, you only get that with art. It's like Like, oversharing, but
3: it's appropriate. (laughs) it's like I just trauma dumped on a stage for an hour and 15 minutes and now you think we're besties like I'm great that that didn't scare you off
2: (laughs) I just wanted to like backtrack really quickly to what Max and Spencer were getting at earlier when they were talking about you know like being an artist within um, like the framework of capitalism and just like how icky that is but um, I think like the communal aspect and the collaborative aspect of art making is, like, so, so interesting. Like, it's something that I, I think about quite often, and it's something I didn't really, like, come to realize until we started this band. But, like, you know, like, when we were putting together our EP, Bright Lights, um, you know, not only was that a communal and collaborative um, process just amongst us five in the band, but also like we relied so heavily on our like community of friends. you know we brought in um, three of our friends to play um, different instruments on some of the songs you know we had our friend Sean um, playing cello, we had soul playing percussion. we had our friend Lawson playing trombone and then Lawson also helped me write the cello arrangement for Sean um on um life and um oh and also um our other friend lawson different lawson (laughs) um we met him at our very first show at the piggy bank um and he was our sound guy and he also he's an audio engineer and he works at drop of sun uh studios in asheville and um he mastered the EP for us, which was so amazing. Like he's the sweetest person on the planet, but yeah, no. And then, you know, not only, you know, the, our friends that helped us, um, you know, record, but also our wonderful community of friends who are always like supporting us and, you know, just yeah just supporting what we do and showing up to the shows and streaming and like telling everybody about what we're doing you know like I just feel like art and community are like almost inseparable and it's like so different to what I was doing before the band because it was a very like solitary process like it was just me and that was it and you know maybe I would share it on social media like what I was doing if it was like Painting, or you know, the the little songs I was making, but like that community aspect was missing, and it's like so huge, and it's so integral to what we do now. And yeah, I just, I, uh, I just think it's really important. Yeah, art and community. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, you really just summed it up. Like it is, it's the ethos of everything we do here, and it's so important. Um, I could talk about it all day, but I thank you for that because that that's like our new, our new motto. And um, we just so love what y'all do. And we're so excited to follow along. And I can't wait to see in 10 years when you're rich and famous, because it's going to be amazing. Yeah, you'll get us VIP passes back then, I hope. (laughs) So I know we're coming up on our time, which is so sad. It, It goes by so fast when you're having these conversations. But we do have one final question that we ask all of our guests. And you all can take it however you would like and just bounce around individually. You can answer for yourself. Or 723, however you would like. But that question is, what do you believe in?
4: What do you believe in? That? That's a good question. Um, I'd say, uh, believe it in yourself. And also, uh, I believe in this band.
3: Aww. Brother, me. <laughs> yeah. I'd say, integrity, I think, is a good word. Like, or like the. I don't know humanity like just like I before I started um like doing stuff with the band and meeting the people I have there was such like a, a negative outlook on humanity as a whole and I still kind of have that with like capitalism and politics and all of that stuff but like I, I like I call them the people on the ground like I've met so many like beautiful people just from like a single interaction i'm just immediately like wow like y'all are so cute (laughs) um and this band has helped so much like with um like the violet exploit like um going to do like to warren wilson um This person named Tyson, we've been texting back and forth on Instagram, just like such amazing conversation and like being able to really, cause I don't know, you walk past a million people on the street and they're just people, but being able to have those conversations that are deeper than small talk is incredible. It really helps you visualize like every single person around me has a life and a feeling and really cool thoughts and being able to travel and meet those people and talk to those people and continue that relationship is probably my favorite thing so yeah i believe in humanity and like integrity and the love of people
1: cool. yeah <laughs> um yeah no i completely agree with what max said i completely agree with what brian said um yeah no, i really warmed my heart um yeah no i believe in i believe in this band i believe in myself i believe in everybody in this band um I believe in the power of music and the power of like good music too. That's like, that's like honest. And like, you know, cause we're doing this like with love, like, that's like the big main thing, you know what I'm saying? It's like to reach people and like love people, like connect with people, make friends, like all of that stuff. And I feel like that translate. I feel like, you know, people can feel that. And so, yeah, I believe in the power of like, you know, honesty and all that stuff and believing in yourself, like, aside from just believing in, like, the band, too, is, like, really important, because I really do feel like anybody can do anything they set their mind to, like, it's, like, you have the power to control that, um, but it's just, like, it all starts with the belief in yourself, you know what I'm saying, like, my belief in myself is, like, crazy, like, it's, <laughs> it's like, over the top, <laughs> but, like, but, like, and and because of that, it's, like, I'm just like, you know, fully confident. It it allows me to be fully confident in what I'm doing, fully confident in the conversation that I'm having, fully confident in the music that I'm making and stuff like that. And I feel like me having that helps translate and like people can hear that and feel that, you know, within conversation and stuff like that. So I'd say definitely belief in like, you know, oneself and what the project that you're a part of and humanity and love and honesty and yeah. And this ability to translate.
2: I believe in us because we slay. Like, we slay. We are those girls. Like, I believe in 723, first and foremost. But yeah, no. Um, I've said it so many times in this podcast, I feel like. But yeah, I believe in art and I believe in community. I believe in people. I believe yeah just community community it's so important it's so important like you cannot just be like a little like loner and like sit alone in your room all the time like you have to go out and like find your community and just like be a part of something bigger than yourself it's like so so important and it's like how you change the world it's like how you change the world around you it's like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh i believe in yeah uh i agree with all of what you guys said uh like believing in yourself i think is the most important thing because it's kind of like if you believe in yourself it's kind of like you can almost like manifest your own like reality by achieving your goals uh if that makes any sense like uh if you believe in yourself like you can achieve anything i think and uh i think it's working out for us because i think we all believe in each other as a band so
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree with that, and I feel like sometimes I'll see stuff in my bandmates that they don't necessarily see in themselves yet, and I feel like that's the beauty of it all, like, is that, like, me and, like, everybody else, like, if I see something like Gabriel, Max, Brandon, or Brian, it's like, I want to help them get to that point, you know what I'm saying, like, become the best versions of themselves, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, so, yeah, and I feel like, yeah, believing in yourself is, like, definitely... That thing and believing in the others and being able to, you know, see. It's hard to explain, but like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's believing that there are good things if you're willing to look for them, which actually is where good folk came out of the idea that I do really believe people are good. And, um, There are good people everywhere and we love y'all. We love what you're doing. I want to just thank you for being here and for being part of the good folk. We're just in awe of the community that we get to build and it's so much fun to do this. And thank you, we're so excited to follow what you do. And what to everyone, song wants, to... should we have them play? Because we usually have like a little like, we have like a jingle or whatever.
6: There's like a dumb way to put it. But what song would you like us to end with? We'll play one I of your songs. Do
1: an
0: intro and an outro. I
1: would say if you was to end with one, I kind of want to say Bright Lights because like that song, like it was like at the end of that song, it's me, Max and Gabriel singing together. And like, I don't know. It's like, cause it all kind of started like with us in a garage and then it's like Brandon and Brian also on that song. So it's just like, I don't know, I feel like that's like, I don't know, it's a nice little finishing song, but yeah.
0: Yes, we can definitely do that. We will play it and our outro. Thank you so much, 723, for being here and talking with us. You are such a joy and have so much presence and we just cannot wait to see everything you do and everywhere you will go. You can find 723 on Instagram. Keep an eye out there for any future shows. I definitely recommend getting a chance to see them if you can. Where else are you going to find a guitarist who can play with his teeth? Wherever you are in the world, have a good day, a good night, good evening. Be good, stay good. This is Bright Lights by 723.